Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Go ahead, coach. You got the mic. I want to send this one out to the beautiful Mrs. Wiggins. Uh-huh. With you. 28 years? Is that, what, is that what you said? How many years? 30. 30 years. Baby. Baby. Since we've been together. Woo. Let it breathe. Loving you forever. Sing it, sing it, Dr. Love. I'm gonna take it Reba style. (laughs) Well, happy classic right there. There you go, Sean. Happy Valentine's Day from us and from America's couple, Mm. Mr. and Mrs. Wiggins. Coming up at nine. ESPN's Sean McDonough, and at 920, Devin McCourty. This is Mary. Mary, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? What's up? Well, I just wanted to call in. I'm a registered nurse for a facial plastic surgeon. I go to the operating room with him, and I take care of all his patients and do his injectables. Hmm. Nobody on your show needs plastic surgery. Oh. No one. Oh. You're all perfect. Oh, Mary, thank you so much. Mary, I would like to get basically a reduction oh. of the breasts. What? I what? Can what? you do it before giving birth or should you wait till after? What? 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 Why? It, it depends. What? It depends. I'm just On sick of having boobs. Oh, wow. What? What? You're oh. sick of having boobs? Yeah, I, I just want them to be smaller and higher and... Well, that's an implant. No, no, no. It's interesting, Courtney, you bring that up because Greg has talked to me about that as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like lopping the head off Michelangelo. I mean, I, I, No, and I, I like, see, I, like, I, you're I, not I, that big, Courtney. I, I, I know, I, but I'm a D, I, and I would like to be... Like an A. How does Santo feel about Santo this? Santo always says, your body, your choice. Oh. Except that. Oh, oh. oh so oh. Santo's a boob guy. I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, there are some who are probably listening who wish they had what you had. Yeah. Um, I, girls that want bigger boobs, I think, uh, regret it after when they get really? them. Yeah, really? Yeah. They're a pain. Every top you put on makes it look like you're trying so hard or... You know, things don't fit right. It's just, it ain't it. It's an embarrassment of riches is what you're saying. Well, yeah, I'd like to wear low-cut dresses that, like, you know, just look classy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Instead, I look like I'm, you know, trying to get some. Uh. And I'm a, I'm a married woman. Right. With morals. <laughs> and I want to, you know, uh-huh. keep the goodies yeah. in. And it's uh-huh. hard. 
It's hard in this uh, day and age. I never knew that was an issue. Don't they have like bras yeah. and all that, like special bras that they can help do, with that stuff? But it hurts. Your back hurts all the time. Sleeping on your stomach. It's mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So and like bathing suits. Some bathing suits don't fit right. Mm-hmm. I'll be in Florida next week doing mm-hmm. the show remotely. Two days. Oh. Breaking news. Really? Yeah. See, but I think you should he, do the show in a bathing suit. Uh, that was going to be well. I mean, if the sun comes out, I'm right. going to start in my cover up or sweatshirt. Uh-huh. If it's hot out, uh-huh. I'll be in a bikini bikini that, top. What are the Twitch standards on that, Chime? Uh, is it? Is uh, that, it's uh, technically allowed. I'm pretty uh, sure even uh, like uh, tasteful nudity is allowed on Twitch these days. <laughs> okay. So do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. But don't like women I like, like how the- Chime acts like he doesn't know. I uh, know because like it was this whole thing where they allowed it, but then I'm pretty sure they took it right. back because people were uh, going a little bit over the line. Not really tasteful. Actually, but, yeah. August seventh, twelve thirty four p.m. twenty twenty three. Twitch allowed full nudity. Yeah, but I thought women liked the perky boots. It was like the Wild West on this puppy. <laughs> they like to show the cleavage off. They like to wear, you know. Uh, dresses and shirts where they don't have to wear a bra because you know they got the you know good you know good chichis. I could not go braless. I'd be bouncing all over the place. Look at this text six one seven text from a fellow female mm-hmm. listening to the show right now. Fellow D cup Courtney, I'm with you. Yeah, pain mm-hmm. in the butt. Yep. Who knew? Yeah. We never know this as men. Yep. So very interesting to know. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to they said it. It's time for Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito of the football world. They they want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. Said it. Wake up to Del Bambino and have me facing. Maybe I'll drill him in the eye. They said it. Brought to you by AAA Work Trucks. Take the work out of your next work truck. AAAWorkTrucks.com. I'm just going to say this. Uh, real quick, in the Twitch chat, just saw a comment. From somebody named Not Curtis, which says, Courtney, your boobs are perfect. I was looking at them yesterday on Instagram. Keep them as they are. Uh, all right. Let's get to They Said It, which is a quick back and forth. Curtis not laughing. <laughs> the the silence. The silence the is deafening. The back and forth on what they said yesterday. The sports. sensitivity about the boob reduction I said about Greg. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to start with, Sean? Uh, let's start with Alex Cora. He spoke yesterday to the media, uh, and he talked about how, mm, Greg, he doesn't think he's going to be doing this for another 10 years. Here's what Alex Cora said. I'm not going to manage 10 more years, I tell you that. Uh, I don't see myself being like Tito or Tony, you know. Uh, there's more more, more in life than, than baseball, to be honest with you. You know, this is a, a tough business. And I mentioned it three years ago. I read Guardiola's uh, book, you know, and he said that when you spend more than five or six years in one place, it can take a toll on you. And I think I got hit last year with that, you know. I'm glad that I recognize that, and I think the pictures and the videos they recognize that, and a conversation with my mom, who actually was very honest when I got back home. She crushed me, you know. She crushed me. And the last conversation we had before I got on the plane, she said, "You look great." And I'm like, "Oh, thank you." By the way, I appreciate that. It's not easy, man. Like dealing with the media, dealing with players, the front office, the pressure of uh, winning is it, not is not easy. You know, it should be fun, and sometimes it's not. Obviously, in his situation. He decided to to step away after this season. Obviously, there's probably more on that, you know, uh, but he made that decision. Uh, with me, uh, like I said, I, I don't see myself managing 10 years, you know. Uh, I envision myself doing other stuff uh, in the game, with the family, back home in Puerto Rico. So that's where we are. Hmm. Huh. 
So does that mean this year is it? This season is it for Alex Cora? This season is it here until he gets a better situation. And then when he gets there, then he says he wants to be in Puerto Rico. He can't manage from Puerto Rico. No, no, no. But I think he's talking a scout in Puerto Rico. Yeah, good. But does he really want to do that? So Uh, basically last year mm -hmm. he felt the exact same way that a lot of fans did Mm -hmm. where it was a, a slog. Mm-hmm. And he saw that when he looked at himself in video or whatever, that he was showing that on his face. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just, if this is it for Alex Corey here, I wish the Red Sox would do something to ensure that this team might have a better chance of being around into the postseason. But now this is a lame duck year for everybody. Yeah. What, Curtis? I don't understand why he came back then. Right. When he was suspended. If he knew he was just going to be worn out in a couple years in the same place and he's reading these books, why didn't he go to a new team? Yeah. I yeah. feel like I, Alex Cora is in the right many times, but the Boston Red Sox did him a big solid and brought him right back when he was suspended. They they gave him a new deal, all of that. And I recognize the ownership hasn't been investing in the team, but to me this comes across as a guy that's already telling you he's not invested in the season. Sounds like, like nine, he's whining. Yeah. 978 Texter says this is the Greg Hill school of uh, negotiation where you say, I, I might retire in your final year. Oh, uh, so he wants he a new do, deal. I don't think he has to do that. I, mean, I don't know. I, I it just sounds want, like they want him again. Sounds I, like whining. Like, all right, Curtis is right. If you, you knew what Boston was yeah. managing here, if you really didn't like it, why even come back? Why not look for a better destination, someplace like you know what they said with Bill? Well, listen, I maybe he thought. I think he and Hein Bloom had some issues. I think it, that that has been documented. But Sam Kennedy um, told me it was the best relationship an executive <laughs> manager have ever had. Um, and maybe he expected that things would go better than they have with Craig Breslow as far as who mm. he was able to get on this team. I don't know. Do you All think right, if the uh, Sox had Shohei, he'd be saying that? No, thank you. Uh, what's next, Sean? Uh, next, let's hear from Jason Tatum. So Jason Tatum was on CBS Mornings uh, unveiling his new partnership, or his foundation's new partnership with SoFi uh, on a multi-year commitment of more than a million dollars to help low-income single-parent families. And within that interview, he was asked about comments that Charles Barkley made saying the Celtics aren't tough enough. Mm-hmm. And this was Jason Tatum's response. But does Charles know what he's talking about here, Jason? I mean, you have to give them the respect, right? Those are the guys that paved the way uh, for the younger players like myself. I hear a butt coming. You don't always have to agree, (laughs) um, but you have, you know, in a sense, respect it because of the work that they put in. And I understand that in the times that we're in, you can't win it. Nobody can win a championship until you do it. So nobody's going to give us the credit until we actually do it. And that's fine. Um, you know, we don't necessarily pay attention to the outside noise. There's a group of us in that locker room that, you know, go to war with each other every day. Um, and we're up for the challenge. You think, do you think Sir Charles is right? They're not no. tough enough? I mean, no, they, like, I don't think that really plays. I don't think like tough enough matters um, in like, basketball. The, those guys, the, the, so the two, the two J's, mm-hmm. their personality is chill. Like yeah, that's kind of what that. you get from them. Yeah. They're not. They're not going to be, uh, the you know, a guy or guys who you feel like are going to be essentially really tough. But what does I, that mean, tough? Like, or what they're I don't know, not is like? Is, they're is, not hitting people like Draymond not, Green. Not, and, I was going to say they're not like Draymond Green. I no, mean, I don't I, know what like. That's why I never like when somebody says they're not tough enough. Like, 
I don't get it in basketball. Maybe I get it like in hockey if, you know, we've heard Milbury say they need to be more physical. All right, maybe you need to check more, do other things, or maybe in football. But, like, I don't get what you're saying in basketball. Tough enough in what way? You can't be physical or you get called for fouling. Well, and you just had Jalen Brown accused of being a dirty player when, yeah, like, he, when he got physical. So like, I, if you're saying tough enough mentally, then maybe say that. that maybe that's what it then is. Then say that. Yeah. All right, anything else? Uh, yeah, I got one more quick one for you here. Uh, we, uh, You just mentioned Draymond, and we actually heard audio earlier this week from Yusuf Nurkic on Draymond Green and his uh, ant- continued antics. Well, Draymond has come out and called Yusuf Nurkic and KD, who made comments on Twitter, both cowards. And yeah, so just to go question my character, I thought was whack. But like guys, guys are making a habit out of that. Um, him and Kevin questioned my character before. You know, as if you go question somebody's character about a basketball game, as if this not real life, as if that don't affect people's pockets. Like, I think all of it was really cowardly, if you want my honest opinion. Yeah, I did what I did. I take my stuff on the chin. We spoke about that. I still stand on that. I meant every word I said about it. But if you want to know the truth about that, I think all of it was cowardly. I think, you know, you start going to question somebody's character in front of the whole world, it's whack. So I think they all whack, both of them. Wait, I have a question. Draymond Green publicly questioned the character of every Celtics fan because they had the unmitigated gall to say F Draymond. That's okay. But somebody else questioning the character where he is shown for the world that he's kind of a dink is wrong. Yeah, I don't get that one. Okay. I don't really get that one. That makes sense. Oh, that is They Said It. Quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. And here is Courtney with what is trending this hour. Gresh and Fourier. Weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Subaru of New England. We start with the bad news. The Bruins fell to the lightning in a shootout last night. 3-2 to two the final from the TD Garden. Brad Marchand got two points in his 1,000th game. The two goals in this one came from James Van Riemsdyk and Charlie McAvoy. While Linus Allmark was in goal, he had 23 saves in the loss. The Celtics, however, won on the road. They took down the Nets, 118-110. to Jason Tatum had a hell of a night. 41 points, 14 rebounds, along with 5 assists. It's a home and away for the Seas. They now welcome the Nets to the Garden tonight. Tip is at 7.30. And the Subaru of New England, Washington's birthday sales event lasts all month long. Feel the freedom of a 2024 Subaru with symmetrical all-wheel drive. SubaruofNewEngland.com. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. 27 degrees in Boston with some wind. Afternoon high, just 31. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Shime, as we used to say in the old days, if it's new... You'll hear it here first at WEEI. New Pearl Jam. By the way, I think we can guarantee at least two sellout nights at Fenway North in September this year, Curtis, because Pearl Jam announced yesterday they will be there on the 15th and the 17th of September. I, I think it's great that there will finally be something alive at <laughs> Fenway Park in September. <laughs> so, um, is that I, the only reason Theo came back to get any prob- better? Probably for the Noah Kahan tickets. I, I think we, I think we discussed <laughs> that on this show a while ago. That maybe that was that would indicate if Theo were back, mm-hmm. that Eddie Vedder would do those shows, and he is. And there's one in the middle. That's an open night. I assume that means they might put a third show on if the other two sell out. Right. So Pearl I, Jam. Uh, I would guess they they might. Massive tomorrow, hits. Uh, tomorrow on this show. Mike Milbury on the Boston Bruins at 8.20 Friday on this show. Ask the owner with Wick Grosbeck, the owner of the Boston Celtics, in advance of All-Star Weekend. Wick will join us at 8.20 on Friday. And at 9 this morning, ESPN's Sean McDonough. So that's half hour away. And Devin McCourty at 9.20. Um, interesting text during the break. On the Subaru of New England text line. You can text us anytime on that number, which is 37937. And thank you when you do. Is it the guy calling me ugly or? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I didn't see that. Oh. Uh, there was a guy who called you ugly? Yeah. Yep. 860 uh, text. Uh, God gave Courtney boobs to make up for her face. Oh. Some people don't know that if you just take the number, plug it into the old Google machine, your LinkedIn pops up. And uh, let me tell you. Uh, Saw your photo. Yeah. All I needed to see to know that you are a liar. It's an interesting. That's, that's an interesting thing. The guy texted into the show. Mm. Yeah. To uh, essentially say that you were ugly. Yeah. That's said, a picture of him uh, too. Uh, yeah. I said Oof. you. Oh, wait, you shared his picture. Yeah. I said Oof. you calling me ugly yeah. is hilarious. Go off, King. And he said yeah. L M A O. Big mad. <laughs> yeah, Stephen. Big mad Oof. is right. Happy Valentine's Day. That's throwing stones and living in a glass house. Correct, Wiggy. <laughs> Come on, cuz. You better, if you call a girl ugly, you better look like Brad Pitt had a baby with Channing Tatum. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the guy is not really a looker. Oof, no. He's a little light in the in the hair department. Yeah. yeah. And bald is beautiful. Thank but you. God, He looks right like here. somebody that should have, like, that would be perfect on that show. What was that show with all the nerds on it that was super popular on, like, NBC? Freaks and Geeks. Uh, no, not Freaks. Oh, free- I think you're thinking of Dale and Holly. <laughs> no. Uh, with the kid from Roseanne was in it. Man, it was... Uh, damn, what's... Kelly Coco was in it. Is that her name? Oh, Kelly Cuoco? Kelly- yes. Oh, Kelly Cuoco, yeah. Yeah, what was that show? I don't know. Big Ugly Bang Betty? Theory? Big Bang Theory, yes. Oh. He looks FCBS. like a- he looks like a character that would be on that show, like the, how they were all like kind of like ugly nerds. Yeah, and you know what? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Stop so lying. if he thinks that I'm ugly, that's fine. I just hope that when he's working Ooh. at Planned Parenthood, he is not saying that to any of his people that are there for medical care. 
that where the so, works? Right. Yep. Uh, well, if the ladies come in and they see him, they go, whew, yeah. maybe I don't need to have a kid. <laughs> I had an interesting exchange yesterday with that young fellow who was texting in uh, about the show being named the number seven oh, uh, Tanner? sports ma- major market sports mm. radio show in the country, Tanner. Okay. He was very upset that I was mocking his job on this show. Yeah. But was it? Was, well, he was, works was, in... Um, wasn't his original text mocking our job? Yeah. On right. Show? right. I no. mean, you could have mocked his name and been like, you sound like a kid that was arrested at the Waste Management Open, but like... <laughs> Also, how do you feel? I was going to, I want to talk about Alex Cora and we will in a second, but just since you brought it up, how do you feel about tour players who want changes made when it comes to the waste management open shine? I mean, that last day was kind of bananas. Like 20,000 people got in without tickets. What are we doing? They're pissed off. What kind of event is They're basically pissed off because a large portion of the patrons. Mm hmm. Are have been overserved, mm-hmm. and they are yelling things in close in close proximity. Oh, are you talking about Zach Johnson? He's pretty upset about it. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that say they need to make changes when it comes to the waste management. But then you also have guys like Ricky Fowler, who's on the 16th green, getting ready to putt, and everybody's like, "Shh, shh quiet down!" And Ricky immediately turns around and waves them on. He's like, "No, no, no, get louder! I want you to scream while I'm putting." Like it's. I, I think guys are just. I think there's a lot of just sensitive guys on the tour, and that's kind of the issue. Why do you have to be quiet during golf? Can well, you just focus Wiggy, it's in? A, it's and... a thing, no. Like you're closer in a golf tournament. Oh, well, I guess you know courtside seats. Yeah, courtside, really about. close. But the average person is pretty close in a golf tournament, and it's a sport where, you know, the, the traditionally mm-hmm. guys have been respected by the fans, and they are allowed to hit their shot without somebody yelling out, you know. Uh, Imagine if they had to shoot free throws. Uh, (laughs) Come on, stop. I guess I I don't. I I never really like. I don't get it. Like you, like even like I'll do like little golf events and things like that, and you gotta whisper when somebody's swing. What you can't, you can't focus on the ball if somebody's talking in the background. Is it that bad? It's gonna throw you off. What kind of athlete are you that you can't perform when people are on the talking or on the pressure and the setting of noise is going on? So, I mean, I never really got that with golf. I mean, I think it's good for the game of golf, the Waste Management Open, Mm -hmm. because it brings in a whole different crowd, some non traditional fans. 100%. You know, I don't know. And I don't know if people recognize that golf in general is swaying towards the untraditional player and fan like last year was the most any any time the u.s had ever played that much golf and it's because people my age and even younger are on the course and it's that that's the kind of audience you're now attracting i'm waiting for a golfer to come up and just tell the crowd to get wild as he gets ready to you know yeah ricky fowler did exactly that off the tee or something yeah he was on the green he was making his putt for like par and uh, everybody was quieting down, and he turned around and he goes, no, get louder. Huh? And then when everybody started screaming, he made his putt. You know what my favorite golf event is to watch, now that Tiger's not really in it? The Ryder Cup, because the fans make that event. Oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. immediate reaction, the heckling of the opposing country or countries with the U.S. against Europe, all that. I find it to be excellent, compelling yeah. television. I like when the security bundles... One of the winning team members who's trying to celebrate on the green. Nick Taylor's buddy. That was the best. 
That was uh, at the Canadian Open last year, right? Uh, was that where that was? Yeah. This is John from Gardner. Hey, John. Good morning, good folks, and happy Valentine's Day to all. Alex Cora, Curtis, you're right. They did do him a, a solid back when, but they're screwing the hell out of him now. They, they have been... I'm 69 years old. I'm a Red, I've been a Red Sox fan since I was a kid. This is the first year, it seems like to me, that a little part of me isn't going, oh, they get a chance, you watch. But they have stuck him with the same pitching staff, except for what, that Giolotto guy or whatever his name is? Yeah. I mean, it's, they're shoving it down his – oh, by the way, I got something for Courtney Gregg, if you can indulge me yeah. one extra second. Yes. But he's gone after this year. There's no question about it. And he'll be picked up and, and managed someplace for a few years, mm. even if he doesn't want to go long-term. Yeah. Courtney. Yes. You do what you want with your boobs. Those are yours, obviously. Thank you. But you're a beautiful young woman. Don't start messing around with plastic surgery. Tell me somebody that looks good better with their, once they've had plastic surgery than before. Mm. Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> pretty much every Kardashian. Yeah. Good and point, I, John. Every no, Kardashian. I, you know. I'll do a mom, so, mom, mommy makeover one day. Um, here's the text that I was talking about, not that mm. donkey who was texting you. Mm-hmm. Um, 781 texter says, do you really want somebody managing this team who is telling you that they don't want to be managing anymore, which is what they got from the audio that we played at 7 during They Said It. Now, I will say Alex Coro was asked yesterday, and we could play the audio, about uh, whether he wants to continue to manage this baseball team. Obviously, it's something that is going to come up through the season, and I respect that, but I really don't want to talk too much about it because this is where I am. I love it here. I appreciate everything that this organization has done with me and my family. Do you still like to be here? I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Mm. So, so, so this is where the Red Sox mm. are. Nobody wanted to even interview for their vacant GM position. Craig Breslow looks like he's in a hostage camera, and Alex Cora won't even entertain that question. I asked him at the winter weekend, and he said the same thing. He, he has He's gone. Do you think he wanted that job that Craig Breslow has, and that's why he's pissed? No. I, I think he mm. sees the direction of the team, and if he was in Breslow's position and was being told what to do the way Breslow's been basically continuing what Heim Bloom did, then Cora would be equally as pissed. He, he doesn't want to be blamed for not bringing in high-priced talent when it's not his decision. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel like the last two seasons, he's mm-hmm. basically publicly asked for help at dread, that deadline time and didn't get it. Yeah. Off-season, he was asking for pitching help and didn't get it. I don't get how so, he doesn't get it, but doesn't get along with Heim Bloom, and they say, okay, Alex, we're going to move on from Heim. Like, you have enough power to remove the baseball GM, but you don't have enough power to sway them to... I, I don't think he got Heim Bloom removed. I think that, that John Henry served up Heim Bloom mm-hmm. as a sacrifice for the uh-huh. reason that the team didn't do well last season. What about Alex Verdugo? I, that's what I think. Verdugo's I, gone because he Cora wasn't a fan yeah, of his. Yeah, but I feel like if you're a player, how do you engage and focus and really try to give it your all when your manager's kind of like, you know, half in, half out. Like, yeah. And you don't see that as like an ownership group or, and you know, the manager is just kind of like, oh, you know, it's really tough. It's hard. You know, it's th- there's like non-committal to what he, what he wants to do with this team 
And then you got players that are looking at that and going, well, if the manager's kind of not all in, why would I be all in? Johnny Cakes in the Twitch chat says that he's probably pissed about Theo coming back. I don't think he would be. What? what? Be, why would he be, be mad about that? I don't think he'd be mad about that. Especially if Theo has nothing to do with day-to-day operations. Yeah. So you don't think Alex Cora has any juice when it comes to signing players? Well, what have they done? No, I'm 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 asking. But no, I'm, I'm asking you. What have they done? They that, haven't done anything. So why wouldn't he want better players to manage? No, I I but I'm asking the question. If he has the juice and he has the owner's ear and he has the front office is ear, I don't think anybody has John Henry's ear. Right. Because, so why would they bring John, him back? Because they are reducing payroll. And they bring him back and, because they don't want to look like they're firing the only popular guy. They're gonna they're gonna spin it at the end of the year that they wanted Core to stay, but he was his time had run out. So he came back after suspension, knowing that they weren't gonna help him. No, twenty twenty one, they got to two games of the white, short short of the World Series. I mean, right. they, they were close. And then the following year, they added um, uh, Trevor Story, and and they re-signed Raphael Devers. They let Xander walk. They didn't really do anything super, super like um, free agency wise that was a shocker. I feel like Cora would have more juice than that. And if they weren't doing what he he says, then why wouldn't he just walk away now well, or before I, the season? I, I think he brought. I think he wants to manage somewhere else, probably. So I think mm-hmm. he's probably looking at it like, "Thanks, mm-hmm. you gave me nothing last year. You gave me nothing this year." And so now I'm going to go into a contract year with everybody putting it on me if this team finishes last again. Based on those Cora comments, question for the room. Should I be hammering under 80 and a half regular season <laughs> wins for the Boston Red Sox? I don't know because they may have some uh they may have some of the young fellas who are going to click this year, Sean. I mean, if you heard Tom Warner with myself and Ken Laird, they were eight to ten games better this year defensively alone. Mm-hmm. So just with their defense up the middle, they're going to win ten more games. Hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I just the, the issue for me is that this is wasted time. Where if Core is not the guy, then they should be finding the guy. Whether that's Veritech, if, if you're Veritech and you're going to be the next manager of the Red Sox, and I don't know if that's going to happen, just work with me. Wouldn't it be good to have a year where the team's not expected to do much to kind of learn on the job? Yeah. yeah, and then get ready for next year when Cora is going to leave at the conclusion of the season anyway. Would there be a team that would trade for Cora? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Could you trade for a guy like him? The Red Sox traded for John Farrell after Bobby huh? Valentine. Yeah. So why not look at like some teams and sit with him and say, "Hey, where would you like to go?" And see if you can, you know, maybe if he talks about Puerto Rico all the time, you know, maybe I don't know what the managerial situation is with the Miami Marlins, but maybe that's a team where you can potentially trade Cora there or someplace. That might be a little bit closer to Puerto Rico in his mind, warmer weather, yeah. where he feels like he has a better chance of winning. I mean, I think I think Jason Veritek would be the 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 obvious choice, right? I think he'd do a great job. I think Veritek would have the instant credibility with the fans and and, and the players and the players. Just yeah. the question is, does would he want to do that? I think that's his goal, Greg. You're friends with him. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I don't. I don't. I've Throw never, that text out. I've never discussed anything about that with him. Oh. Uh, nor would I share that on the on the radio. Because, waves. but but so you yes. have him saved in your phone as my captain. But but yes. But he's there. With, he's there all the time, and he travels to all the games. Right. He's yeah. he's part of the coaching staff. So I I, w- I wouldn't. Right. Yeah. 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 So and I wouldn't see why he wouldn't want it. 
Yeah. He's friends with Cora, too. They're very close. And right. he had his back over Hine last mm-hmm. season. Uh, we are just two weeks, two weeks from today away from three road shows, if you will, mm-hmm. at Fenway South. Yep. JetBlue Park. And we'll talk to all of them. Alex Cora, I'm hoping. Sam Kennedy. Whoever, whoever would like to speak, we will speak with them as we get ready for spring and the the uh, the harbinger of spring that is opening day at Fenway Park in April. We will be right back. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. She or he wants, do not forget some kind of a gesture today or it it will be a year of misery for you. Mm. Um, Coming up, we will talk with ESPN's Sean McDonough at 9 and then Devin McCourty at 9.20. And uh, hello and good morning to those that are watching the show on Twitch. You can do that every day. Just go to Twitch and follow WEEI. I was just looking at those that are driving into the city, and uh, I thought I would mention what I was going to do as my alternate lead if I did not do the lead that I did this morning at 620, and that is that the Boston City Council will meet today to consider a proposal by Councilor Tanya Fernandez to consider congestion pricing. Mm as a way to ease gridlock here in the city of Boston. That means that you would pay a toll for driving on the streets of the uh, of the metropolitan city of, of Boston. I don't know. Even if I, you live in, this, in, the, in the city streets? <laughs> yes, yes. Does, yes. does the electorate rely, I mean, do, do elected officials rely on an electorate that just is stupid and doesn't pay attention? <laughs> because the first step was from the city council to Mayor Wu, was to reduce the number of lanes for vehicles to drive in on, in the city of Boston. Well, she had, uh, she addresses that, Curtis, uh, in her proposal, and I could read it verbatim. She says, numerous constituents have voiced concerns over the narrowing of streets due to added bus and bike lanes, as well as the rise in vehicular traffic. Please say verbatim. <laughs> Further, furthermore... The placement of buses in the center of streets exacerbates traffic by restricting space for cars and trucks to maneuver effectively. Narrow and congested streets pose challenges for ambulances that are already navigating congested areas. Therefore, uh, if there were to be a set fee placed on drivers of various vehicles, 
It could bring money and resources toward other elements of the community and reduce traffic. I have no idea what the hell that means. It so means what are they going to do with means, the bike lanes? It means we took all of your driving lanes away mm-hmm. to replace them with bike and bus lanes. And now we're upset that you're still driving your vehicle. So right. we're going to, to make you pay a toll if you want to still drive your vehicle in right. 2024. And then we're going to take that money and maybe we do away with some bike lanes. <laughs> no, they're never going to do away with bike lanes. But this is like, it's, you know, people that support defunding the police and then get mad at businesses for going away from those places because of the lawlessness. Like, everything yeah. has a reaction. Yeah. And wh- the, the South Boston one is just so glaring. There used to be three lanes of traffic. There is now one on Summer Street, to and from South Boston. It is exponentially more difficult to get around the city of Boston today than it was two years ago. And guess what? Two years ago, it was really bad. Like, everything is done to punish people for going to work. It's like basically saying, what can we do next to destroy any possible chance that a business has of being successful in the city of Boston? Let's charge people Mm. a toll if they want to go to a Bruins game or a Celtics game. Yeah. And the I, the uptick in prices when it comes to going out to dinner in our city are already on the rise. So yeah. now let's add on to that for a family of four to come in and, and enjoy what our city has to offer. That makes no sense. Nobody will come in. Nobody is. People well, that's are, what they want. Is they don't want people driving cars. So then yeah. restaurants are going to start shutting down. They don't care. Storefronts. Yeah. They don't care. Well, you need a new mayor. If I was mayor, my simple solution would be this. We'd be eliminating all bike lanes in the city, and we'd be moving them back towards uh, driving lanes and figuring out parking I would vote parking for, space. I would, I would vote for you. One question, are you in the union? Uh, uh, I will have to uh, <laughs> okay. get back to you on Rick, that. And the that, other thing I would do. It didn't do, work out well in Brockton. No, and the other thing I would do is I would l- eliminate all bikes from being in the city. <laughs> So I would do away with all That's the blue. not fair to bikers. I'm I would, no, gonna, I would do I, away I with all the blue bikes. No, I would do I, away with all the, um, no. what are the little scooters people ride on? No, I'd do away with all those, and you would have to just have a vehicle, or if you wanted to register a moped, mm-hmm. you could do that. I'm just going to ask the question. Are the cars that they are giving for free to the migrant families also going to have to pay those uh, tolls? I have an answer, no. Mm-hmm. Courtney. Uh, you are really, you're changing before our eyes. No, I'm not I, changing. I, I'm asking a question. It. I love it. I it love all it. it all boils down to one thing. Once again, Greg, global warming. It's global warming's I, fault. Of course it is. Can't have ga- can't have car emissions anymore. So need more bikes. Global warming. And, and a lot of people bring up London. I I don't know if I mentioned it. I live what? there. Yeah. And <laughs> great they, place. They um they have this thing in London. It's called the tube. Oh, it's amazing. It works. Yeah. And so if you don't want to drive and pay the congestion fee, mm-hmm. it's actually Far more convenient to take the rail into London, take the tube around London than it is to drive in and out of London. It is a so they disaster. do this. Do they do? I see. I see the text messages you're mentioning. They do this in London. There's they do this few. in many European cities. Like okay. I went to Florence, beautiful place. They do it there. But guess what? The issue in Florence is their roads were ancient. Like mm-hmm. it's because they can't add roads to create the city to make the better infrastructure in in Florence. It's an ancient Italian city, and it's very difficult to get around by car. So they put those rules in. It's clearly shown, and you can get in and out of the city. But London, as an example, 
driving in and around London is a disaster. Mm-hmm. So you take the train, and it's actually more efficient. Whereas here, the train never works. Curtis, okay. do, do they do it in Copenhagen? We have more bike lanes than Copenhagen now. I mean, I, I could what, we? What, 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 does, that has not, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> you know, a lot of people ask if I have regrets in my life. You know, I wasted many years drunk. No, the only regret I have is that I used, I was very angry about Mayor Walsh. I would do anything to have that guy back. Uh, like, I bet he, the he next looks like I, Ronald Reagan today. I bet the next mayor eliminates bike lanes. I think yes. we're getting to that point. No, we're not. I think we we truly are, Greg, because you know you go around the city. Not that many people are on bikes. I just don't understand how you can look at where we are right now when it comes to inflation and what people are struggling with when it comes to simple things like putting food on the table and say we need to add a toll, a congestion toll, for anybody who's trying to drive to work or do something fun in the city of Boston. It's ludicrous, and they're going to vote on it today. Nuts. But everything they do makes it more difficult for the average Bostonian to earn a living, like it, we we are, we say we have no money, we say we, we we have to raise taxes, and then we just accept this migrant community and pay a billion dollars to sustain their life while telling everybody you can't drive to work. Yeah. All right. Um, coming up, ESPN Sean McDonough on the Boston Red Sox pitchers and catchers officially report today. First workout. So we'll talk to Sean about that and other things. And then Devin McCourty will join us for the last time this season at 920. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 